of what you need to do. For some of you in here, you're, you're still checking what God's saying out. Maybe by, by listening to this and actually following these steps, you can have true peace and true, have true happiness in your life. So here's the first thing. If you want to be content or if you want to be happy in life, you need to, we need to trust God with our lives. So what does it mean to trust God with God? You've probably heard that before. That means to trust God. No, I've heard that my whole life. What does it truly mean to trust God? Well, I think you know, if you know His purposes are greater than our own purposes. Say that again. Know that His purposes are greater than our purposes. If you can cling to that to start with, and then realize this book right here is probably giving you 90 percent of the decision that you ever have to make in your life. Love one another. Accept one another. These are some of the commandments that Jesus gave us. Love your enemies. And pray for those who persecute you. Some of these hard things that we have to do, this is what God tells us we need to do. You start doing these things, trust God in doing those things, forgive people. We start doing some of these things. That's what it means to trust God. To do what he says to do, even when we don't feel like doing it. I think that's what it means to trust in God. King David, he, uh, he gave us an incredible picture of this truth in Psalm 37, 3. Let's look at this passage. It says, trust in the Lord and do good. So we need to trust God and we need to do good. And then we need to dwell in the land and enjoy safe Enjoy safe pasture. This next verse will explain it. Psalm 23, 1 through 4. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful springs. He renews my strength. He guides me along the right path, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid. For you are close beside me. You rod on your staff, protect and comfort me. See, King David, before he was a king, he was a shepherd. And he realized that the Lord was actually his shepherd, and he would provide everything that he ever needed. The same goes for us. The Lord will provide everything that we need. Even when tough times come, even when scary times come, that's what David said right there. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Anybody here ever wrestle a lion? Yeah, I didn't think so. David did, but he wasn't frightened or scared during that time because he knew the Lord was with him. And that's what gave him courage. So you can you can get courage to trust in God. So put up this next picture. Look at this picture right here. The shepherd would spend days in the hills feeding, watering, and protecting their flock. And then in the evening, they would put them inside of a pen. It would put them kind of like this one. So they put them inside this pen to protect them from, from intruders, such as like lions, tigers, and, and bears, oh my, from entering and harming <laughs> the flock. Do you see that picture right there? The shepherd is sitting in what we call the gate, sitting in the opening to make sure nothing bad would happen to the flock. The boundaries of that pen is not to prevent the sheep boundaries are there to protect the flock from the dangers. <laughs> the same thing goes for us. You know, God encourages us to trust Him with our lives, and we need to trust 
that he will protect us when we feel that that danger is nearby. We can trust that he will take care of us when we're going through a troubling time. We can trust that he will restore us when we when we felt hurt or we felt pain. We can trust that God will give us the desires of our heart. So why is it so hard to trust God? Well, I wrote down a couple couple ideas here. I think it's hard to trust God sometimes because we think we know better than God. I don't know if anybody ever admit that, but sometimes we actually think that. God, you don't know the situation I'm going through right now. Maybe we don't feel like we can trust God because we we're impatient people. We want something right now, and God's not giving it to us, so we're going to go get it. Maybe it's hard for us to trust God with our lives because we have our own resources. And here in America, I mean, you know, a lot of us in here, you know, we don't struggle for money. Some of us do, some of us don't. But if you've got a bank account, you can pay your bills every month and have a little bit left over. What do you need to trust God for? Because you're able to solve all your own problems that you're going to get into or your, or your financial situation. Maybe it's hard to trust God because if we step out on that limb, you know, we may fall and we may actually think that God won't be there to catch us if we fall. Some of us truly think that. So maybe that's why it's hard to trust God. Maybe it's hard to trust God because we're not sure if it will turn out the way we actually want it. We think, yeah, God, I'll trust you, but uh, I don't want to go where you want to take me. Sometimes we, we may think that. Who's Proverbs 3, 5 speaks to? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. We need to let this job, let God do this job. So if there's like some decision that you're having to make, maybe, maybe you're thinking about maybe a move, maybe with a new job situation, maybe it has to do with a relationship. Are you trying to do this on your own, or are you actually seeking God's wisdom? Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. You know what's comforting about this? If I trust God, and I truly believe I'm doing what God wants me to do, I don't have to worry about the situation. So whenever you come up against a tough situation, if you pray and really seek his will, he will show you the decision you need to make. And then you don't have to worry about it. It takes so much pressure off of you. Especially if you're thinking about something, some decision with your family. You know, maybe moving your family somewhere. You'll be like, how are my kids going to adjust? Trust in God. He will take care of it. So, trust is kind of like this right here. I'm going to change my illustration for you all. Um, this chair right here. If I come in here, most of the time, I'm just going to sit down on this chair. I'm not going to think about it. When you came in and you sat down on the pew, what did you do? All right, I think, I think it's going to hold me. Oh, okay. Yeah, this, this pew is going to hold me. Now, the other pews may have had some issues, but these pews, these pews work. Um, why do I know this chair is going to hold me? Because I've gotten up and I've sat down on this chair a few times. So I, I, I've learned to trust this chair. The same thing works with God. If you can trust God with something small, and God comes through for you, 
God and, and he was faithful to me. Then you trust God with something a little bit bigger. Then you realize that, that God came through for you with that one. So when it comes to a big decision that you have, hey, you've got all this experience trusting God. So when it comes to these big decisions, it's really not that big of a deal because you have practiced trusting God. You want to be happy like you want to be content in life. You need to learn how to trust God. So here, here, here's the bigger kicker. Point number two. How to be content. Trust God with your life. Number two is realize that God wants to give us his best. Whenever you realize that God wants to give us his best, it's easier to trust in God. Whenever you trust in God, you actually get God's best. You see how this works? You start to do one, then you get the other, and then it makes you want to do the other one even more. Now, two things right here. When, when you have to make a decision, sometimes you need to jump right in. You need to do something. You need to get out of your comfort zone. Uh, I think I've shared this story before, but when Seth over here, my 14-year-old son, he was about two, two and a half, we went to Toys R Us. Well, that was the first time he ever went to Toys R Us. We were outside, and they used to have the playhouses when Toys R Us was still around. If you want something, you better hurry up. But they have the houses, and he was outside playing. We were on a time limit. We had to go pick Lisa up. And I was like, hey, let's go inside. He's like, no, I'm playing out of here. It's like, let's go inside. So finally, a couple minutes we had left, I pick him up, I take him into the store. He's like, whoa, look at all this stuff. He's like running around grabbing stuff. You know, God's kind of like that. God may be stretching us, telling us to do something new. And we're like, God, I like you right here where I am. I am comfortable. I know what's going on. I'm safe right here. And God may be telling you to get out of your comfort zone, but you're too scared to. That's a time when you need to trust God. But then, it's going to sound kind of funny, but you're the exact opposite of that. Sometimes you need to stay put. You need to not do anything. And the worst thing you could do is jump into something new. How do you find out? You need to, need to learn how to trust in God. Uh, this passage, Psalm 37, 3 through 4. We read the first part earlier. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and there is joy. Say, Pastor. In the second part, take delight in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. You know, there's a lot of things that keep us from dwelling in the pastor that God has designed for us. Because I work with teenagers, I hear this a lot. I cannot wait to get out of coaching. I hear that a lot. The funny thing about that is, most of the kids who say that, they end up back in Clifton really quick. It's just funny how that works out. But if we're, um, the, what we do is, we plaster ourselves against the fences of, of, of our pastor, maybe desiring what others are experiencing in their own pastures, or maybe we feel like we've already learned enough in our pastures, so we want to like bolt and like go to another one immediately. So for all of us, some of us have a hard time going period, being still, staying quiet, not moving. No, frankly, it's scary. Can I tell you whenever Psalm 37 4 became real to me? I was 18 years old, and I already had my college planned out, I already had my track planned out, what I was going to do with the rest of my life. And it was, it was about May of my senior year, and I felt like God was calling me to something different. And that was scary, because I knew what I wanted to do. 
until I got a song to the ministry. And I struggled with that for, for quite a while that summer. And then I went to this one event where this guy was speaking, and, um, and you know, I felt like God was telling me I'm going to be doing something in the ministry. So I go up and I talk to this guy afterwards, and I said, hey, I feel like God calling me to this. And, and it's scaring me, because I don't want to, you know, if I feel like I really get close to God, I feel like I'm going to become an African missionary. That's what I really thought. I didn't want to become an African missionary. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to visit Kathy. So, and I heard, you know, all these different stories of what African missionaries did, and I was like, that is not for me. And this guy said, you know what? I love to travel, and I love to talk to people. That's what this guy said to me. And do you know what? Whenever I turn my life over to God, this is, I'm doing exactly what I love. And that's when it clicked to me. Oh. By trusting God to give me the desires of my heart. That's when I realized African missionaries want to be African missionaries. So if some of you, you're thinking, man, I don't want to get close to God. I don't want to keep growing because, man, he's going to ask me to do something. It's going to be scary. Let me tell you something. When you start trusting God, he will give you the desires of your heart. So if you don't have peace in your life, if you don't have happiness in your life, if you don't have joy in your life, if you don't have contentment in your life, Maybe because you haven't been trusting in God, and you're seeking after your own things. I mean, I was at that point. When we allow our servant to protect us and to provide for us, when we truly delight in Him, then we'll find relationships, we'll find experiences, we'll find gifts, we'll find joys that can only be found on the inside of the same pastures or the boundaries that God provides for us. You know, I've had people tell me before, you know, if they find out I'm a Christ follower, they say, man, Stephen, don't you feel like you're putting yourself on a shelf? Like you can't have fun? Basically what they're saying is, don't you feel like you're missing out on life if you trust God? Paul says the exact opposite. I would say you miss out on life if you don't trust God. So you may be asking yourself, hey, what if my desires aren't the same as God's desires? You don't need to worry about that, because as you start to truly get to know God through worship, through prayer, through hanging out with Christian friends, through meditation, through reading the Word, His desires will become your desires. And that's how all of this works. That's how He gives you the desires of your heart. So everybody, you think about something you received this past year as a kid. Maybe you received a mountain bike, maybe you received a drone, maybe a caravan. Maybe, maybe contact lenses. Those are all great gifts for, for adults or even for teenagers, but what happens if like a three or four year old receives one of those gifts? Can you imagine a three year old on a mountain bike? Probably not a good sight. Can you imagine a four year old trying to put the contact lenses in before they watch the cartoon? Can you imagine a three year old girl curling her hair before she goes to preschool? Can you imagine a four year old boy getting out a big shotgun. When we receive the gift at proper time, they en enhance our life. But when we push to get them too soon, we put ourselves in the dangerous zone. How to be content. Trust God with your life and realize God wants to give you the best. Whenever you realize that God wants to give you the best, you will actually start to trust in God. Thank you very much.
on your own, or are you seeking God through the situation? Because I promise you, when you seek God through through your situation, it takes all the pressure off of you. God knows more than we know. We just need to realize that sometimes. So what I want to do right now in these next few moments, I'm going to give you and God some time. Whatever you need to talk about, Trust you with everything that we have.